0: Hey y'all, and welcome back to Sippin' Tea with G-O-D, episode 6. I thank you all on YouTube for tuning in. I thank you all on Spotify, Pandora, iHeart Music, all podcast platforms. I thank you guys for tuning in and listening, listening on your radio, watching on YouTube. I thank you all. I thank you for trusting the God in me. I just have to let you guys know that in advance. But you also know, before we get started, Y'all got to go over there and hit that notification bell and that subscription button. So you can stay tuned to everything that God is doing through me in this season. So I did want to let you guys know this. God is shifting sipping tea, okay? First it started off on YouTube. Then he said turn it over to the podcast platforms. Now he then released to me a few days ago that sipping tea is a ministry. So I'm not just up here preaching the word to y'all. I'm not up here just teaching y'all the word. God had a plan, and he's very strategic. So he released to me that it's also a ministry. So it's a ministry first. Then everything else falls behind that. So I am honored. I'm grateful. I'm humbled. And I just thank God that y'all are trusting what God is doing with me in this season. So I did just want to say all of that. I wanted to say that and just let y'all know I thank y'all in advance. And y'all, just share this word. Share this word with your children, with your husband, your spouses, your family, your friends. Everybody needs a little of God. We need a lot of God. We need all of God, okay? Not just a little bit, all of God. So, you already know how we start over here. We start off with prayer. So, let's get right up into it. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, for blessing me to be right back here, Lord God, where you need me to be. Father God, thank you, Lord God, for continuing to... Show me how to be obedient, Lord God, to be able to get on this platform, Lord God, to get on these platforms, Lord God, and speak to your children a word, a fresh word, Lord God, hot off the press, Father God, giving them the bread that abasuko the Father God, giving them, Lord God, the meat and not the watered down virgins, Father God. Giving it to them the raw and uncut way, Father God, to be able to still give it to them with love, Lord God, but give them, Lord God, what they need and not just what they want. Not a feel-good word all the time, Father God, because some words won't be a feel-good word. It's a right-on-time word. So I thank you, Father God, for using me. Father God, continue to download in me as I go through this word, Father God. Show up, Father God. Send your spirit down, Lord God, and fill me up, Father God. You take over. You shift when you see. You show up when you say that you got a word, Lord God. Father God, decrease me and increase in enemy, Father God, so that they only see me, but they feel you and they hear you, Lord God, through me. I seal this prayer, Lord God, that it is so and so it is. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. All right, y'all. So, this teaching tonight, yeah, it hit home for me when God was dealing with me with it. Um, This teaching is called Dry Roots. Yeah, dry roots. And I'm not talking about the ones on our head. Not those. Okay? You about to get the gritty to the nitty gritty. Okay? With this word. So, we're going to start off with the definition that God gave me. He gave me two versions of it. So, the first definition that he gave me for the word nurture is to help something or someone to grow, develop, or succeed. The next one is to take care of someone or something that is growing or developing. And the scripture that he gave me, these first verses that he gave me was through Ephesians 6, 1-3. This is the King James Version. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. So, when God gave me those verses, I was like, okay, God. Um, I've learned these verses growing up. I know that you're supposed to honor your mother and your father. I know I'm like, God what what kind of teaching I'm gonna give through this what What am I tell them about something that they've probably already knew? Do you know that you honor your mother and your father? You know that so God was like, No daughter, I need you to go a little deeper with it. I had you read one through three. this is how God told me. I had you read one through three so that I can show you that there's more to one through three. And I'm like, okay. So what what is it? And as I was sitting with it, I'm like, okay, God, what is it that you want me to know? What what is it that's so deep? He told me to go deeper. He said, I need you to go to verse four of Ephesians. Ephesians six one through four. I need you to go to verse four. You read one through three. Now go to four. So I'm like, okay, let me go to four. So he gave me two versions. Through the King James Version and the NLT Version. So I'm going to read King James first. Ephesians 6, 4. King James Version. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And here's the NLT Version. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, Bring them up with the discipline and instructions that comes from the Lord. And I'm like, "Who? okay, God. I never was taught that part of the scripture. I never knew. And see, that's why it's good to read your word on your own. It's, it's good to read your word. And when I say it's good to read your word so that you can get an understanding, it's Okay. You know, for us to have our leaders and those on the pulpit that's preaching to us. But don't look at them as their word being bond. Like they they, they just the bread and butter. Their word is bond. Don't look at them like that. Um, not even me. Don't look at my word as bond. Because I want everyone to go and get their own knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the word. Because, yeah, I have a leader over me, but I still go back and read. God always has me go back and read so I can get a better understanding and knowledge and wisdom from the word myself. Because it may be something different that he wants you to hear outside of what the congregation heard. So that's why it's important for us to get in our word so we can understand for ourselves. Um, Because a lot of us are taught the word, but we're not taught the word in its depth from both sides meaning good and the bad so when I was reading it I said okay God I see that you're talking about the parents in verse 4 and he told me he said look at the top he had me reading from um, the version in my phone and he said go and read the heading over it over Ephesians 6 1 through 4 and I'm like okay the topic the, the heading said, advice to children and parents. Yeah. And parents. It applies to both sides. So, a lot of us bypass what God is really saying. And right now I'm speaking to the parents. We bypass what God is really telling us. Because if we read our entire words. See, that's why when you get certain verses... It's good to either go back up because you might need something that can be added to that. Or go down because it might be something a little more in-depth he wants you to read. So all my life, you know, um, I've always heard growing up, Oh, you better honor your mother and your father or the Lord going to shorten your days. And see, that's what I've known. I've always known that. And I was like, okay, I know I, I don't want, I'm i to always do right by my parents. I'm not going to get smart by the mouth. I'm not about to be Telling them off, cussing them, rebellion. I'm not about to do that because I don't want the Lord to shorten my days. I don't want to die early. I don't want thats That's all the stuff, the fear that was placed in me as a kid. It was the fear that was placed in me as a kid to um, know that you had to honor your mother and your father. Because the Lord would shorten your days if you don't. But when God told me to go a little in depth to verse 4. Yeah. It got a little real. It it got a little real to realize that it's not just us that um has a job. <laughs> the parents have a job as well. And I'm gonna be transparent with you. When I was a kid and I heard those things, um I dealt with a lot of anger, confusion, uh being rejected and It went from me being 12, 13, up into my teenage years, up maybe until, well, yeah, until I was 19 years old. And I didn't really have uh, what I would have considered love. I didn't really receive that. So for me to know that I'm supposed to honor my mother and father, but I'm being treated a certain type of way, it did something to me. It confused me. And I was like, oh, God, I'm doing, you know, everything. That's, that's when the questions came when I got older. And I was like, well, God, you said honor your mother and your father. I'm doing that. So I'm not understanding why am I still being treated so bad? Like, why, why, what is the problem? Like, why do I feel like, I, I feel like I'm hated? I feel like I'm rejected. I don't feel loved. And um, it got me to the point to where I would do things not out of rebelling, but seeking attention. Like I was looking for attention and I didn't want outside attention. I wanted the attention from inside of my home. And I was not receiving that the way that I thought that a child was supposed to receive unconditional love. But um, it made me realize that Something's not right here. I was like something something's not right, I'm like, God, I'm doing everything that you say. I'm honoring my mother and my father. I'm not being disrespectful. I do everything that they say do, but why am I still being treated this way? Why am I acting out this way? And it wasn't up and it wasn't until up it wasn't until three years ago that God revealed to me. Verse four. And then it made sense to me. It made sense to me. People, parents, etc. I feel like we use certain scriptures, certain verses in the Bible for our own convenience. All I've ever heard in my home was the Bible say, you better honor your mother and your father, or your days are going to be short." And I felt like that was a scare tactic to get us to do what they needed us to do, or wanted us to do, or whatever. And it made me fear my parents, because I looked at their word as bond. And I didn't quite understand it until I got my own relationship with God and I started feeding my spirit the word and God started to speak to me through the word. And I would just sit there sometimes and I would just wonder, why am I going through this? Like, why, why if I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, why do I feel this way? Why am I built with so much anger and hatred and, and things of that sort? And God made me realize that it wasn't me. He didn't He didn't break it down to me until I was old enough to understand it. My own knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. That it wasn't me. Because I did right. I did honor my mother and my father. I did everything that they asked of me. But the reason why... I rebelled, act out, seeked attention in all the wrong places, and tried to seek it in my home, but I just could not get it the way that I thought that a child was supposed to receive it, is because the, the parents also has a job, a responsibility, and in my home, that responsibility was being overlooked. It was being overlooked. And... It made me understand that um, a lot of us tend to throw God out the window. <laughs> and we do things our way. And we wonder why our children are rebellious, fast, and running amok. We wonder why. And let me tell you why. Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I don't think God was talking about your way. In the way he should go. It's not your way. It's God's way. And it's a certain way that God, parents, expect us to bring up our children. Now, I'm not condoning what children do. Because right is right and wrong is wrong. So I don't condone the bad, because if you spare the ride, you spoil the child. So I don't believe in rebellious children. So let me say that first. But I am also going to say that God sits high, looks low, and sees all. So he don't just see what the children doing. Ephesians 4 lets us know why it's taking place. It's taking place because the parents have a responsibility that they are not doing. These parents have a responsibility that they choose to overlook. Because, see, ain't nobody want to do it God's way. Everybody's stuck on doing it their way. Mm-mm, God be saying, be patient with them. I can't date. them. I'm just going to kick them out right now. Oh, no. God said, what? Oh, I can't do that either. Wait upon the Lord. Uh nope. I'm moving God out of the way because God take too long. Yeah, I've heard that so much. I ain't waiting on God because God take too long. What? God's way is the best way. Are you crazy? Are you loony too? If you bring your kids up the way that the Lord says, they won't be out here running crazy, running amok. Mm-mm. mm It starts with us, parents. It starts with us. We are the root. We are the root. And it starts with us first. So, God really was dealing with me with this word. Um, He really, really has dealt with me with this word. So... I'm about to break it down for you the way that God gave it to me. So God told me I needed to do a little diagram. (laughs) I said, okay, God, he said, I want you to do a process of a root of a plant. So he had me sketch it out, ordering my steps, sketching it out. I'm like, okay, God, we about to go in. All right, I'm here for it. So he said, I want you to draw out the root and the flower. And I said, okay, like the flower coming out of the root, out of the ground. I said, okay. So I sketched it out. And I'm like, okay, guys, so what's next? I, I drew what's going on. So God was showing me that we are the root. We are the root in the ground. We're in the ground. Okay? And the flower is our children. Our seed. So, the way he gave it to me. The root has several important functions. The root anchors the plant in place. Takes in oxygen, water, and nutrients from the soil to move them up through the plant until the plant blooms. So let's go back to the word nurturing. To help, to take care of, to help them grow. So parents... We are the root that makes the seed grow. You following me now? You following me? I pray that you are. So as the root, God gave us, the parents, the tools to bring our children up and teach them the Lord's ways, but nurture them and take care of them while doing it. So that don't mean do it any type of way. Yeah, we're going in. We're going in with this word. That don't mean do it any type of way. Okay? Okay. If there is no compassion, no nurturing, no loving going on in the household, none of the kids are receiving any of this, what do we expect to get from our children in return? Rebellion. Hatred. back talk, Anger. Yeah. Us in our windows looking for our kids because they left the house. Yeah, they went outside the house to find love because they wouldn't receive it. In inside. We got a job as a parent. God didn't just place these children in our care to let them do whatever. No. We have a job. Raise them up the way that the Lord needs us to raise them up. Not just any kind of way. Not just any kind of way. You ever hear that that saying when they said, Oh, you're the root of the problem. Yeah. Parents, we're the root of the problem. Yeah, I told you every word ain't going to be a feel-good word. We are the root of the problem. Parents nowadays, (laughs) parents nowadays are not even the parents. I can't tell the difference between the kids and the parents. The parents out here trying to be the kids, trying to keep up with the kids. It's so many parents I see on TikTok, social media, in the streets, and I can't tell who is who. The daddy out here trying to live his glorious years. The mom out here with shorts from the ruler to the tutor. Out here looking like the daughters. Out here looking like the sons. We're supposed to be an example. Lead by example, leaders. Parents? Where are the kingdom parents at? Where are the kingdom parents at? I need to know. Because there's too many of these children out here that are looking like anything. And I'm going to say that. What, What happens to the young ladies and the young men? The mouths are so potty. They sitting right in the midst of their parents with the potty mouth. So you can't expect for them to do nothing different outside of what they see, which is the parents. We are supposed to lead by example. God didn't place them kids in our care for nothing just to be our own friend. And that's the problem right there. Stop trying to be your children's friend. Be a parent. Be a parent. So what they say? Oh, you being mean to me, I'm your parent. I love you. Oh, you don't care about me. So what? I love you. You think I don't care? Because I'm telling you better? You think I don't love you? Because I'm trying to show you what's going to hurt you? I love you. Where's the genuine love? I don't I don't understand it. I, I don't I don't get it. Like mm mm. We wonder why. We wonder why our kids are out of order. Our kids are out of order because we out of order. If I could be honest. And we would be quick to say that little slang. Uh-uh. They too grown for me. They acting grown. They not acting grown. They acting like you. Mm. Let me sip my tea right there. Pause. Mm-hmm. they ain't acting grown they acting just like you what they see what they see what positive do they see if they see daddy doing certain things because see we, we supposed to be they they the leaders on earth we supposed to be their parents teaching them right from wrong so if they see everything that you're doing that's wrong You know it's wrong, but they believe it's right because you parents, you ain't going to lead us astray. My mama says it's okay. My daddy says it's cool. Is it? Is it really? It's so much taking place in our children. I need my parents to stand up. God need his parents to stand up. The parents that he placed in the care of these children. They need us. But if we're not giving them everything that they need. What do we think is going to take place? Nothing. Nothing is going to take place. We have a job, y'all. We got a job, and we got to get ourselves back in order. Because you can't expect to tell your children what to do if you out of order. I've, I've seen so many movies where the parents would be like, uh-uh. Because, see, you going to listen to me. I'm your mother. And how many kids will say, well, you sure don't act like it. Ooh. Mm. Well, ain't that the truth? A lot of parents don't act like parents. To be honest, a lot of parents don't want to be parents. And it's sad. These babies need us. They are blessings. They are blessings. Not oopsies. Not accidents. We're the root of the problem. These seeds can't grow the way they need to grow Because the root Is dried up What seed gonna blossom out of a dry root? We are out of order We out of order You cannot expect For your child to listen to anything that you say. When they look at you as a joke. We're still broken. From things in our past. So us not being healed completely. Yeah. It's going to begin to trickle down. To our children. And what do you think takes place? Those generational curses. So what we went through. Because of what our parents put us through. We are bringing it down to our children. So if they see how we are acting because of the way we were brought up, how we think they're gonna teach their children? Domino effect. It ain't gonna change. I've heard this, and I've heard it many times. You cannot expect to break a curse until you become the curse. God then put it in so many people in our family's hands. Great-grandma couldn't do it. Mama couldn't do it. Now it's our time. Are we going to be the ones? And that's fine. If we ain't going to be the ones, God going to use our children. Somebody got to break the curse. We have to become the curse. Why are we going through all this? Why? Because it's it's, it's a generational thing. Somebody got to break it. Who going to be strong enough to do it? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because let me tell you why. Let me give you another transparent moment. When I was growing up, I did not grow up in a home that had love you, hugs, kisses. I'm proud of you. It wasn't a type of home so since I did not get that and naturally I'm a loving person I give love I'm goofy I'm all those beautiful things but not receiving it in the home made it easy for me it made it real easy for me not to know how to correctly love and not to know how to correctly receive love, so it caused me to end up being hurt over and over again, because I was looking for love in the wrong places. I wasn't getting it in the home, so I started to look for it on the outside. And this is not new. This is always taking place. This is not just my story. I'm pretty sure many people can relate. We didn't receive the home in the, in the we didn't receive the love in the home. So we went outside the home to look for that love, to fill that void. But all they kept doing was digging it deeper and deeper and deeper. We did not receive the type of love that we expected. We got those, I love you, baby. I got you. Don't worry about them. Don't worry about them. I understand they didn't have your back. I got you, baby. I ain't going to never leave you. And it hurt us. They hurt us. And then our men, our boys, our young men didn't receive that fatherly love in the home. So then they go out and they don't really know how to treat a woman. That's why they have so many broken women. That's why they have so many scarred men. Because it started at home of what we did not receive. So what, guess what I started to do. So in order for me to feel good about myself, I would get you before you got me. I was that type of person that would get you before you got me. I would hurt you before you hurt me. I wouldn't even give you the opportunity to hurt me. And I thought that made me feel good. Like, yeah, I one up them. I won up them. I got them. Nah, 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 nah. I got them before they got me. But guess what? The joke was on me, because they left me hurt and alone. I was left all alone, all alone. It was all I knew, because that was all I was taught. I did not receive any love. I didn't know the real type of love. I knew that I wanted to give love. I just didn't know how to give it. Until God blessed me to be a mother. And I feel like God blessed me to be a mother so that I can not only break the curse by giving off that unconditional love that I didn't get. He showed me how to correctly give that love to my children. Love my babies the way that they needed to be loved. Get all in their face. Hello. How was your day? Oh, you ain't do anything? Well, how did that work out for you? I'm that parent. I'm all in your face. I want to know what you have going on. Because when I grew up, nobody cared about what I had going on. No one cared about what little old me had going on. And I just have to be real. I'm, I'm On this platform, I'm, I'm not going to cut no corners. I'm not going to be on here and just give you that water down, stick in the butt type of word. I'm going to be as real as I can with you. I'm going to be as transparent as I can with you. Yes, I'm a chipper person. I love to give love. But God had to deal with me because of what I went through. I became the curse. But I decided to be the one to break it. My father used me to break it and I was gonna run with that thing I wasn't about to let nobody tell me that I could not be everything and more to my children because what I didn't receive the devil is a liar I'm gonna give them a thousand percent fill them up with Jesus Give them everything I didn't get and more. That's the type of love that us as parents are supposed to give our children. But we're so busy caught up in ourselves. We're so busy trying to be teenagers again, 17 again, that we're not paying attention to our babies. And our babies need us. They need us. We have to straighten up. We have to straighten up. Because I wasn't going to let... N- uh uh-uh. I had to be the curse breaker. I thank God for making me the curse breaker. Because I decided to be that healthy root so that my seeds can grow. Are you going to choose the same thing? If we are not utilizing the tools and instructions. That God gave us. Then our kids will die out. They will die out in hatred. Anger. Disobedience. Rebellion. The list goes on. Hurt people. Hurt people. I'm pretty sure we've heard that saying a lot. Hurt people do hurt people. And if our parents, if we are broken, how can we give love? How can we give anything to our children? It starts with us. It starts with us. Mm-mm. We can't allow the cycle to continue. Yeah, I understand our parents did us any type of way. Some of us. A lot of us. But we can't allow that hurt and pain that was caused from our families, from our mothers, from our fathers, from our siblings, to trickle down to our children it's gonna be a never ending cycle. Because all we're gonna be doing in these families is spinning our wheels. Spinning our wheels. Somebody gotta get tired and get off. Somebody gotta to wanna to shift something. Somebody gotta to wanna to change something. Break something. I I we we have to do better. We have to do better. We are the key to breaking these cycles and curses. So our children won't have to go through all the hurt and the pain that we had to endure. But in order for that to take place, we have to be fully healed. And I would say healing starts with forgiving those that hurt us, genuinely wholeheartedly. Not for them. For you. I chose to forgive. And you don't have to be in their face to do it. Go to the Lord with it. If you think that you're going to start speaking out your mouth in some negative ways that you might have to go repent about later, I would advise you to go to the Lord and, you know, just tell Him that you forgive Him. Tell them that you forgive them. The last thing you want to do is confront them if you know that you are still healing. Because then some things are going to take place that don't need to take place. And then all that does is bring you back down to square one. So go to the Lord. That's what I did. I went to the Lord and I forgave those people. I forgave those family members. I forgave those individuals for the hurt and the pain that they caused me. That caused me to grow up and I almost kept that curse going, almost kept it alive. But I thank God for making me the curse and using me, choosing me to break it. Because I did not want my children to go through what I went through. Mm-mm. Start saying I love you more to your children. Get off your phones more. The time that you spend on social media, spend it with your children. Open their bedroom doors, go in their room and talk to them. It don't matter what you talk about. Play a game or two with them. If you like, you know, your PlayStations and stuff like that. Play a game or two with your sons, fathers. Don't spend money, mothers, to go have a good time with your daughters. Go to the dollar store. Get you some nail polishes. I don't care how old they are. They could be teenagers. Go get nail polish. Every girl likes some nail polish. Polish your toes. Do a at-home facial. Talk. Get in your children's business trust me a lot of them need that a lot of them want that, they're yearning for it because I know I did I just wanted to be loved I just wanted to have that relationship I wanted someone to make me feel important for once believe it or not our children need that y'all we gotta break the cycle It starts with us. I pray that you choose to be that healthy root so that that seed your seed can grow the way that it needs to so it can bloom. Read a word or two in the Bible with them. Make it funny. Make it make it funny don't have to be so tough all the time. It makes them shut down. Make them feel like they can't talk to you. Hug your children. It starts with us. No matter what took place in your past, no matter what it felt like, looked like, seemed like, they failed. But now you have the opportunity to get it right, to break the curse. Be the one to end the cycle. Mm. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, for showing up. Father God, I know that this word may have hit home for a lot of people. I know, Lord God, that it's not a feel-good word for everyone, but it was a needed word. It was an on-time word. Some of us are not healed, Father, from our past traumas. Father God, I pray that this word, Lord God, starts a new beginning for them. I'm praying, Father God, that my mothers get closer with their daughters I'm praying, Father God, that these fathers get closer with their sons, Father God. Break the cycle. It's time to break the cycle, Father God. It's time for your kingdom parents to raise up so that your kingdom children can raise up, Father God. Father God, it's going to be that day that you come back, Father And I'm praying, Father God, that your children get it right so that not only they can go with you, Father God, that the children go too because we did our job. Father God, we want to hear a job well done from you, Father God. We don't want to fail you, Lord God. We won't fail you, Father God. We will seek out the way that you tell us to do it, Lord. No matter what we went through in our past, Father God, we choose to be the ones, Lord God, to break the curse. Thank you, Father God, for making us the curse, Lord God. Give us all the tools, Lord God, all our steps, Father God. No more going through what we went through. No more trickling down to our babies, Father God. We're losing our babies, Father God, because our parents are not there. They're not there emotionally. They're not there physically. They're not there mentally. Father God, if we don't understand how to do it, give us instruction. Give us the tools, Father God. Lead us and guide us, Father, to understand how we need to do it. Because a lot of us don't really know how to do it. We need you, Father God. We need you, Father God, so that our babies can be risen up the way that you need them to go. Use us, Father God. Use us as the parents that you put in the place of these babies to help them go up the way that you need them to go, Father God. You have called your children. You are calling your children. They are a baby that you There are babies, Father God, that you have preserved for a time such as this, you're waiting on them. Some of them are our babies. and in order to get them to where they need to be in you, Lord God, we have a job, Father God, allow us to do that job. Give us the strength to do that job. I bind up that spirit, Father God, of frustration, the spirit of rejection, not feeling loved. Father God, pour your love into the houses, Lord God, into your parents, Lord God, so that your children can feel love. Father God, do a 360 with this thing that's taking place right now. There's so much hatred going on with these parents and their children. Dysfunction. Confusion. Father God, whip us back into shape, Father God, to get us the way that you need us to be. Realign us. Realign us. So that we can get your babies to where they need to be in you. I thank you, Father God, for using me. I thank you, Father God, for choosing me, Lord God, to give this word, this much-needed word, this urgent word, because you are calling your children. You need your babies. I thank you, Father God, and I pray that your children receive this word, And I pray that this word does not only bless them, but bless others. That they will also give them this word. Because someone needs it. Someone needs it right now. Father God, I thank you and I love you for showing up mighty tonight. Father God, I seal this prayer that it is so and so it is. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. Y'all, I thank you. I thank you for tuning in to episode six. I pray that this word bless you. And I pray that it blessed you so much that you will give it to someone else to be a blessing to them as well. This is a much-needed, urgent word. And I pray that you give this word, you utilize this word and apply it to your life. I'm going to continue to apply it to my life. I thank y'all and I love you for tuning in. I pray that the word bless you. And I pray that you tune in and stay tuned to what God is doing through me. Because it's only up from here. It's only up from here. So, I thank you guys. And I pray that you tune in to episode 7. Because it's going to get better. Now that's some tea from G.O.D. God bless.